0: All right. In today's episode, we're in a mood. We're in a mood for a little celebration and a little anniversary. Let's go. Welcome to the Russell Westcott podcast, helping real estate investors like you acquire the inspiration, knowledge and skills that you need to start, grow and scale the real estate investing portfolio of your dreams. Hey, gang, how's it going? Russell Westcott here. So hope you're having yourself a wonderful day. And you know what? It's uh, I'm having a wonderful morning here. I'm recording this on uh, on Canada Day. Um, nice and early in the morning before it gets too hot in the old uh, home office and studio and all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I've just been reflecting back on a couple things. Um, so, f- so first and foremost, um, this will be the three-year anniversary episode of the launch of the podcast. It was July 3rd, 2020 was the first episode. Episode one was released on the podcast, and it's been three years. And I I think I mentioned this maybe a couple times on this uh, um, podcast throughout the years. I was going to make a commitment to, and this is some of the advice and some of the coaching and some of the mentorship that I was given, was that if you're going to do this, Russ, um, make at least a three-year commitment. If you ain't going to make a three-year commitment to this process, don't even bother starting because it's an awful lot of work. It's a lot of time. It's a lot of energy. It's a lot of attention to to do all this. And if you're not prepared to go three years, don't even bother starting. So here it is three years later, two, almost the day. I think this will be coming out on Tuesday. It'll probably be coming out on, on the 4th, 4th of July. So it was, let's put it this way. Three years and one day later, this is the episode that I'm going to be releasing with this. And it was interesting. It actually snuck up on me. Um, I believe maybe the episode before this where I interviewed uh, Jamie Gruber, I was doing a, some kind of a reflection back and thinking about the podcast, and I was just kind of doing some homework because, you know, I wanted to talk to Jamie about some podcasting and all that kind of wonderful stuff. And I was going, geez, you know what? The three-year anniversary is coming up. I better schedule an episode in here. And uh, and actually it gave me some chance to just, you know, take a little time out and just do some reflection and, you know, think about some of the t- top lessons that I've learned over doing this, uh, ep- doing these for now over 171 episodes. What are some of the improvements I can make to the podcast? And then what's next? Like, what is truly next? What is the next evolution I want to take on the podcast? Because, you know what, if it isn't improving and if it isn't growing, if it isn't getting better, it's going backwards. So... I always want to make sure that everything put out into the world is always keep moving forward. But before we get to those, those lessons, improvements, and what's next, um, the first one to just share is, you know, I am recording this, as I mentioned on Canada Day. So first of all, happy birthday, Canada. What is it? 150 some years, 157 years, something, something like that, or maybe even more. I'm not even sure. I should probably know that. But, uh, I, I firmly believe this and I know I've, I've, I've made some jokes and I've made some off, you know, tongue in cheek commentary about some of the political things that are going on and stuff like that. I, I, first and foremost, I 100% believe that we live in the greatest country and in, in, on, on earth. Canada is an amazing place. Canada has, um, we need more Canada in this world. We truly do. Um, We need more Canadian values. We need more Canadian um, work ethic. We need more Canadian politeness. We need more, we just need more people. We need more Canada in this world. I guess I don't even know a better way of putting that. We truly live, and we are truly blessed to be in one of the greatest countries in this world. And I am proud to be born and raised Canadian. I am very proud to um, contribute to the production of this wonderful country. I am very proud to be an owner of of wonderful properties to help provide a valued service and a resource to help people with with home ownership. I am very proud to, to be a Canadian. I, I truly am. And, and it hurts my, it breaks my heart a little bit when I see a, a few people who I know in this space, um, sit there and they put it out there, you know, and they just badmouth Canada and they badmouth things, especially and I know the people and I know them and I know they're, I, I totally understand it. They're, they're, they're getting the click baits and they're trying to drive a whole bunch of clout and traffic. And I totally get it. But the one thing that, um, you know, gets me just a little bit is some of these people that I've seen and heard about is they've 100% made a lot of wealth off the back of Canada, on the back of Canadian real estate. And they've done extremely well over the years of doing that. And it just seems like it's a little bit that they're not very grateful for everything that Canada has provided to them of, um, you know, now they're starting to badmouth Canada. So it just, Gets me a little bit, but you know what? I still love them, anyways. I think they're they're amazing people. And where am I going with this gang? If if you're listening to this, uh, maybe you're an American. Maybe you're from somewhere else in the world. Um, be proud of where you live. Be proud of where you live. Be a contributing, productive citizen of the of the country of where you live, and um, pay it forward. Always, always be grateful for everything that you have. Because from gratitude, many things can come. Many things can be created from gratitude. And that is maybe a good um, starting point for this podcast. I am just been extremely grateful for the opportunity on literally a weekly basis for the last three years. If you have listened to all one hundred and seventy one episodes, I wow, congratulations. I salute you. i'm I'm very blown away. I'm very honored that you have stuck around. You have put your time and your energy and your trust into the process of listening to all the episodes and, and thank you. You know, that's the best, I guess there's nothing more I can really say other than just thank you. I'm just truly honored. And it's funny. It's I've had some conversations with people when I've been getting on to some live events and talking to people on zoom or on, on the phone and they go, well, I was expecting you Russell to go, you know, talk and say, Hey, how's it going today? Let's go. <laughs> So, so I guess um, the uh, structure of the podcast format is carrying through uh, to when I have a conversation with some people. But it's funny I, when I do have conversation with people, we talk about the, we have the little bit of the the fun with the let's go like like truly LFG. Let's get after it here, everybody. All right. So, like I said, this is the three year anniversary. Um, what I'm going to do for you on this episode, as as you can tell, it's you know it's probably going to be about an hour in length. Um, I'm going to play for you in here. Now I'm, I've remastered it and we've redone it a little bit and edited edited it a little bit, but it's been redone, remastered. And there's, I'm going to play for you the first episode when I'm done with my opening context here and a few lessons that I want to share with you. I'm going to play for you in its entirety, the first episode Um, A lot has (laughs) transpired. I was reviewing it and listening to it, and you know what? I've gotten a lot better in the process of recording, gotten a lot better in the process of telling the stories, gotten a lot better in just the whole workflow around this too. But maybe some of you have not gone all the way back to episode number one, and we're going to listen to it here, and I'll I'll play it here for you in in a second. So we're going to do that. And then one of the things I'm going to share with you is here in the opening context is we're going to talk about some of the top lessons, some of the top lessons from podcasting, some of the key you know learning that we've had, some of the improvements that can be done on the podcast as well, and then also a little, little look into what's next, what's the next iteration of the process. Okay, so the first lesson that I would probably share with everybody here would be, if you're going to do this podcasting, if you're going to put out a podcast or anything in life, if you're going to do anything in life that goes for, if you're going to be real estate investing, that goes for podcasting, YouTube channel, content creation, writing a book, anything, is you have to really love it. You just have to absolutely, it has to be a passion. If it's something that, that you just are, it's work. If it's something that you are, you know, feel like you're, Obligated to do, you probably won't do it. It, It's something that has to be a passion. It has to be something that you're excited about. It's something that you have to that you have to just have a bigger purpose. That has to have maybe a deeper meaning than just something you're putting out. Because if it's something you're just putting out, it's honestly that's just you know you're on a weekly schedule and you're just putting something out. I have I have to do this again. It has to be bigger. Has to be a bigger picture. Bigger vision. And I share with that in this first episode that you're going to listen. I share with you the original intention of this podcast. And let's see if I've I've been true to my intention right from the very, very beginning is you truly have to love. So that's the first lesson that I would share with everybody. Lesson number two is as you do something more, whether that's you know investing in real estate or your health plan or um, exercise or food or personal development or your reading, is you need to have a, a workflow. You need to have a process. You truly need to fall in love with the process of doing something. So pay attention to the process of the doing the creation process But also pay attention to the workflow, the workflow process, the policies, the procedures, the processes. So make sure you get a really good process in place. And the last thing I'm going to share with that is, you know, have your processes to keep removing resistance. Remove the resistance to creation. Because the more time you remove the resistance, if you remove resistance to doing something, you will just jump in and start creating here as well. The next lesson that I would share with you is part of this process of creating a um, a podcast has been the connection. A connection with you, the listener. A connection with the guests. A connection also to a deeper meaning within why I'm investing in real estate. You know, I think I share many times that part part of this whole process has been a lot of self-reflection. It's been an awful lot of, um, you know, diving deep. It's, you know, did I make the joke? I probably made it like 17 times. as You know, men don't go into therapy, we just start podcasts, (laughs) right? So it's been a little bit of, well, dear diary, today, this is what I've done. And it's just been an outlet. It's been a creative expression. So I'd encourage many of you, if you have not, if you do not have a creative expression that you can share something that you're doing Maybe a podcast is for you. Maybe start your own podcast. Maybe share share what you know out into the world as well. So that's a key thing. So that's on the third one. So number one lesson was that you have to love it. Number two lesson is you have to create a workflow to remove resistance. Number three is the connecting. The connecting with the audience and the guest, and then the the fourth lesson is is the learning. The learning about you know how to podcast is number one, but the learning of real estate. I've been I've probably have learned more about real estate investing in the past you know two to three years than I have for the past twenty. It's, don't get me wrong, I've learned a lot over the past twenty years, but it's just here, here's the thing: if you want to learn something, start a podcast. Find something that's really interesting and excited about doing, and then find the experts. Go interview the experts. Dive into it. You know, immerse yourself into the process. You know, just become a sponge and an expert on learning things. And I learn so much from my guests. I really do. Is I, I really, I, I set aside the time to have a conversation with my guests. I do a lot of homework and research, but most of all, I just want to listen. I want to listen because I want to learn and I learn from my audience members of people that keep sharing their stories and reach out on on email and share all their wins and their losses and things that they're investing in and stuff that they're moving forward. I just learned so much from the process there as well. And then the last thing I'm going to share with you of this is um, last learning would be having doing something consistent, having a consistency and time. The more time you put into something of that you do consistent, that is how you can start improving. Now, you probably have all heard of the whole the, the 10,000 hour rule of I think it was Malcolm Gladwell that shared that. If you do something for 10,000 hours, you can become a master at it. I don't know, and I saw something recently that resonated a lot more with me. It's it actually was 10,000 iterations. It wasn't 10,000 hours. Like it might not have to take an hour. It could take longer than an hour or it could take an instant. But if you have 10,000 iterations, 10,000 um, versions of something, 10,000 attempts at something, that is where you start getting into the process of, uh, of mastery. Okay. So consistency and time is your body of work. It's a, such a key learning process about this as well. You want to learn something, start a podcast dive into it, interview the experts, the connection between the audience and the guest, the workflow, and then also just loving it. All right. Okay. So what improvements, what improvements can be made in the podcast? Here's the thing is never, ever rest on your laurels. It's funny as I was reviewing back over the first episode As oh man, you know, I, I thought it was good at that time. It was really good. Uh, you know, I believe it was really good. Wow, it's crazy today. I just got a tickle in the back of my throat here, so hopefully it doesn't come across on the recording here as well. Is that you just need to keep improving, right? Even on those days when you 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 got a tickle in your throat or you've lost your voice, I've many a time I've I've recorded a podcast or the ones when you're just not feeling it. What the heck am I going to say today? Why why does anyone want to listen to me? You get up and you have all those fears and all those doubts and all those limiting beliefs. But you know what? You just got to keep getting up and you just keep committing to the process and you keep improving. So one of the reasons why I wanted to play the first episode is to see if there has been some improvements over over the three years of doing this. Now, one of the th- improvements I'm looking to do is hopefully maybe make this a little bit more conversational. Um, one of the things I'm I really am engaging you. So if you're listening to this, is I would love to start answering more of your questions. I'd love to set up maybe like a little recording line where you can pick up your phone and record me a message and send me a message or send me a question, and then I'll just answer it right onto the podcast as well or create an entire episode around that. Or if it's that deep, uh, if it's an amazing question that maybe needs a, a further Um, context and things like that, I'll get you on the podcast and I'll interview you as well, right? So so I want to start making the next upcoming episodes a little bit more conversational, uh, a little bit more engaging from the audience, maybe have um, shorter summaries in between things as well. Plus also I have um, an intention of bringing on some killer guests on the upcoming episodes. So here's the the thing is, once you've kind of hit that three-year mark, once you've hit more than 100 plus episodes, um you you now can start attracting different guests to your podcast um they now know that you're serious a lot of those um you know big name guests they know you're serious you have uh, a podcast that has more than 100,000 downloads. You've done 170-plus episodes. You've been doing it for three years, and you commit to a process of some quality. And and let's put it this way. At the end of the day, it shows to people that you can execute against an idea, and you can execute over time. So I have um, some intentions of having some bigger guests. And more importantly, I I want to have maybe a little bit more um, diverse topics Uh, because there's a lot of things I'm interested in. A lot of things I'm interested in human optimization. I'm many things I'm interested in health and fitness and productivity and I just want to find those experts out there. It doesn't have to be all within the context of real estate. Like, don't get me wrong. The majority of everything is going to be real estate investing based. That's where my heart lies. And that's where I'm excited about moving forward with with a lot of things. And I'll keep sharing with the, the stories of of um, the projects we're dealing with and our entire process of investing in real estate. I'll just share it all. I made that commitment from episode one and I'm gonna continue with that episode uh, theme going forward. But at the same time, in order to be a successful real estate investor, you need to be a successful person. You need to be fully optimized. You need to be a high-performing individual. So I'm going to find a few more guests and a few more experts because, remember, that's the part of the learning. I'm excited about productivity. I'm excited about optimization. I'm excited about be, being a high-performing person myself, and I want to share all those things with you. Okay, so those are some of the improvements. So, so what's, what's next? What are we going to plan to do from here? Um, I I'm planning to bring out a few more Friday fires. It's funny. I had a, a few people, um, of my last conversations were going, Russ, we haven't heard a Friday fire. You know, we had 10 of them. So we had like 50 of those short little one minute clips here. Here's the interesting thing is I have probably another 40 or 50 of them all recorded, uh, but they were all <laughs> done in the winter. And, uh, and I was wearing my toque, you know, my toque talks, I I called them affectionately at that time, but it it just doesn't quite seem appropriate to have, uh, a winter video coming out in the middle of summer (laughs) wearing a toque. So I'm going to probably save those for the fall and maybe I'll start, uh, shooting a few more, um, summer talks, if you will, maybe some sunglasses talks or something like that uh, on there as well. But I'll, I'll, I'll commit to bringing out a few more of those as well. You know, like from time to time, I try on some different. I try on a new format. I try on a new type of thing. And the key thing you want to do is you just want to keep consistent with it. And I'll, I'll be honest, as I was talking about my improvements, you know, as, as good as I thought I did, I was not consistent on a few things. I did not consistently bring out a Friday fire. Maybe I'll, I'll back it up and maybe I'll just do one a month or one every second week or something like that. Cause it's just something somehow part of my process is, is I, I go out of the gates, sometimes way too fast, way too hot, way too heavy. And then all of a sudden I realize, man, that's an awful lot of work to keep that going. And then I back off and then I find something in between, or I have to backfill it with the right people, build the team out, stuff like that. Okay, so the the next, what's next? Is more guests, more diversity of messaging, more talking about productivity, optimization. I'm gonna branch out a little bit more into some different topics and and I'm I'm making a commitment here for at least another two more years. Um we're gonna go and I'm gonna re-evaluate after year five of where things are at for um the podcast at that time. So I'm I'm assuming probably in another two more years, will be at least another couple hundred episodes. I'm gonna shoot for let's see if I can get to three hundred episodes by the end of year. Five. So if we can get to close to that, would be another 130 more episodes into the into the pipeline over two years. That's quite a few, actually. If I, yeah, Let, let's see. You know what? I'm gonna put it out there. Let's see if I can get to 300 episodes uh, by the end of year five, and uh, you know, we keep having more inspiring guests. Keep having more inspiring messages and keep help moving you forward with on your journey within real estate, human performance, personal development, optimization, all those wonderful things. Let's just let's just become kick butt people. Let's just become better people at the end of the day. Okay, gang, with all that being said, um, stick around right to the end. I have a little quick, short message for you at the end. But as I alluded to in this opening context, I'm going to play for you now the first episode that we had. And let's see if there's been a little bit of improvement or let's see if my if my messaging has changed over the 171 episodes. Or let's see if I held true to my original intention started over three years ago. So with all that being said, uh, you know, I I always get, I always find it really odd introducing myself. So with all that being said, (laughs) let's just get right after it. Woohoo! Hey guys, how's it going? So, uh, I'll tell you what, if you are listening to my voice right now, which means I actually got my podcast off the ground. Uh, You know what, I was actually looking back at my journals and trying to figure out when I probably first put this in as a goal or when I wanted to have my podcast out. And you know what, I have a feeling it was probably at least three years ago. You know, I've been a a consummate consumer of other people's podcasts. I love the podcasting format. I have dove headfirst into other people's podcasts for years and years and years. And I kept telling myself, you know what, I'm going to launch my own podcast. And, you know, we have all those goals and all those aspirations of things that we're going to do. And sometimes we just don't get to it. So if you are hearing my voice right now, um, you are hearing episode number one. So first and foremost, everybody, welcome here. We're getting this initiative off the ground. Interesting, interesting backstory. Um, I'm going to share with a couple backstories. So that's one of the things you guys are going to find is I tell a lot of stories. I share a lot of uh, personal insights. I share a lot of insights from my clients. I share a lot of insights from people that I've come across. Here's the thing. I've just been so blessed over the years. Just been touched and blessed and have been given so many um, wonderful people and mentors and lessons in my life. that you know, it's now time to start sharing all that insight start sharing all those resources, start sharing all the things that I've learned over this journey that I've been on. And you know what? I sometimes I feel like I'm just getting started, which I truly am. Um, But what I want to do as one of the intentions of this podcast is to share the blessings that have been instilled upon myself, share a lot of the lessons and messages that um, my mentors and people that I've come in contact with over almost 20 years in this business, have shared with me. I believe when you've been blessed, you need to be a blessing to others. So that's what this podcast is all about. It's a, um, you know, part personal reflection, part journey, part inspiration, part encouragement, part just pure fire. And I'm not going to follow a set pattern. Um, I'm going to see where the creative process takes me on this. We're just getting this off the ground. This is episode number one. So if some of you have never heard me before, you will understand that I'm a different kind of a cat. Um, I do things a little bit different sometimes. You know, I I, I want to be myself and I want to be true and authentic to my own voice. Now, I've had a lot of experiences over the years about... Um, going through and, you know, learning from others and learning from people that um, were powerful presenters and powerful mentors and speakers, and I would model them. And the day that it finally dawned on me to be myself, to step into my own power, to step in and share my own voice, that was the day that I became more powerful. Now, I'm still trying to figure this out. I'm still trying to learn this. Like many of you that are probably listening to this right now, you're trying to find your way. I get it. That's one of the things that we're going to cover on this journey as well. It's going to be about real estate investing. It's going to be about personal development. It's going to be a, a personal reflection. It might even be part diary some days. And and who knows, maybe my mom would be the only one listening to this, but I'm excited about the process and I'm ready to really dive into it. And I'm ready to let, um, you know, see where it goes. Okay. So with that being said, if we have not had the pleasure of meeting Um, I imagine most of you that are probably going to be listening to some of these first early podcast episodes, you probably are familiar with my work, whether you've uh, followed me online or been part of my email list, or maybe been a member of the uh, Rain network for for many years. You're probably familiar with who I am. But I also think that there might be a whole new audience that will be opening up here as well. This whole world of live broadcasting and uh, podcasting, you truly can start opening up to an entire world. That's out there. And I'm just blown away that I truly could be sitting in my office here in my home studio, and I can potentially get a message out to the world right now. We are truly living in an incredible opportunity. You know, for example, you know, if we were sitting here and if I was doing a live broadcast, I potentially can now live broadcast to a worldwide market of a message, an inspiring message of of a lesson, something that I've learned, an interview, somebody who I've met. I can broadcast that now to a live audience worldwide, where in the past, maybe only the CBC or CTV or NBC or Netflix could only get that. We now have the opportunity with a recording with a microphone with a web camera to be able to share our message to the world okay so a couple things number one um, my core values and this is what i'm going to judge my podcast on and judge this entire journey on my core values are to inspire to encourage and always come from a place of love Now, one of the things that's going to happen within this podcast is, you know, it it might be a little bit raw. It might be a little off the cuff. It might be a little unscripted. um, But I do have a clear intention. And the intention is to serve, inspire, encourage, and come from a place of love. That's my core intention. To deliver on each and every episode of this podcast. So, and I really want to build a relationship. Um, I think podcasting and audio of me being in your ear right now. And I, I totally understand you're probably doing something else. You're either maybe working out or you're going for a walk or you're taking the dog for a walk or maybe you're ironing or maybe you're doing something else. You're probably doing something else. So I'm going to try and bring some energy and some excitement, and some enthusiasm to this entire process, because I want to have your attention, because you're probably doing something else, and let's, you know, I want to be real about that, because I know that when I listen to podcasts, I'm doing something else, and I always love the ones that have a little bit of a fire, and a little bit of excitement, a little bit of edge to it as well. Um, Like I mentioned, I want to build a relationship with you. Um, I have uh, some fairly, uh, I have a Here's the cool thing. I actually have probably about 47 episodes already lined up and ready to go. And I was actually going to bring this out a couple months ago. And then this whole coronavirus and COVID-19 kicked in. So if you guys are listening to this way after the fact, this was podcast was launched in June of 2020 was when it was first recorded and first launched. So I had all the episode lined up, had uh, all that kind of stuff all, all taken care of. And then all of a sudden the coronavirus kicked in and I had to do a hard pivot, a hard pivot about 180 degrees onto different things about with the content that I was creating, with the messaging. I had to start you know, taking a deep dive into my own business again, and to reimagine and reevaluate my business and take it up to the next level. So I put it on the shelf again, but you know what? The time is now. We need to bring out this podcast, and you are now listening to the first episode. Okay, so what you can expect from this is you're going to, I'm going to share with you um, many years of experience. I'm going to share with you wisdom. I'm going to share with you people in some interview. You know, some of you might be going, oh, geez not another real estate investor interview podcast oh my goodness there's ten thousand of these things out there and everybody's interviewing the exact same people over and over and over again it gets a little bit repetitive but what i want to do is actually maybe bring some people to you that maybe who you don't know i'm going to bring some people to you that have uh, a lot more a lot of wisdom and experience and most of the people i'm going to be bringing to you are not going to be people that have just started investing. They're not going to be one year in the business, not even two years, three, four, five years. They're going to they're be maybe people that have 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, some real world experience, and I'm going to bring those to you. So the format is going to be simple. There's going to be multiple different layers that I'm going to bring out to you within this podcast. There's going to be episodes like we're going to do right now where it's just going to be me, a uh, uh, solo, solo episode where I'm just going to share some lessons and some insights into some fire for you and maybe just a key insight or something that I've learned along the process and just maybe a message that you need to have. There's going to be clips from live uh, events that I've held, live workshops from maybe a Facebook live of something that was just really, really good content and material. And I'm going to bring that out to you as well. So there's going to be, like I said, solo episodes, there's going to be live broadcasts. There's going to be presentations where I'm going to be just in front of a, you know, a screen capture presentation where I'll share that with you as well. And there's also going to be interviews in this as well. Okay, so there is multiple modalities that we're going to dive into and I'll set up each episode will be set up from the beginning with a little bit of context, a little bit of how to get the most out of it. And there will be an incredible amount of depth and resources that you will get from this as well. All right, so let's get after it. So for those of you that maybe don't know my backstory, I take a little bit of time just to share a little bit of context with you. Um, My name is Russell Westcott, um, Canadian-based real estate uh, investing expert. Um, I've owned properties. I buy properties. I'm currently transacting properties. I help coach. I help inspire people to take action within their own business. My story in real estate might be a typical one or might not, but I got my start right around the year 2000. It was uh, roughly around the year 2000. It was one of those years that when I turned in the year 2000, I had one of those milestone birthdays. Um, I turned the ripe old age of 30 in in the year 2000. And I was sitting there and I was just kind of analyzing things. At that time, I was, I was working for... Um, Dairyland Foods. For some of you, might know it as Saputo. I had a stint before that with Kraft Foods. I tried my hand at professional golf. I tried a different things. I was just kind of a little bit lost. um I was not sure where I was going, but I found a good role within the Dairyland Foods within Saputo, within their marketing department. And you know what? I was climbing the corporate ladder. I was uh, promoted quite often throughout the years. And then one year, one year. Year 2000, when I turned 30, I had a wonderful meeting with uh, my financial planner. Right, when I say financial planner, I'm using air quotes say that he was a, uh, it was the, my mutual fund salesman. So, cause that was my entire plan at that time was just basically mutual funds and had some RSPs. That was really it. So I had this conversation. His name is Jerry, Jerry Scott, a uh, wonderful uh, friend. I have conversation with Jerry still to this day He's a wonderful mentor. He's done an amazing job for himself. I think he owns a Raymond James franchise now, and he's built a book of business. Phenomenal, wonderful success story. I actually consider him my quote unquote, uh, rich dad in certain respects of somebody who introduced me to look at things differently so speaking of rich dad it was jerry scott who introduced me to the book rich dad poor dad you know the little black and purple book that most people will probably tell you that they got their start where they that was their first inception moment of making a change to want to improve their life to start looking at things differently Now then I look back and I actually looking over my shoulder right now, if you were in my office, you would see a bookcase over my left shoulder and I have multiple copies of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, the original ones that I read way back in the day. And I'll tell you what, um, if I once I now look back at that, I really if you really look at it and many of you that have read it, if you maybe go back and reread it many years after the fact, you probably will agree that there wasn't a lot that you learned from it. You know, like the of the tactical how to variety, but what it really did was it really opened my eyes up to a new way of looking at things. It gave me a new lens to look at my investing. It gave me a new lens to look at my financial future. It gave me a new lens to uh, look at what I wanted to do and, and quote unquote where I wanted to you know be who I wanted to be when I grew up. Okay, so. Dove into that book, loved it, read it from there, went into a, a whole rabbit hole of all the rich dad, poor dad books in the series. And the one that resonated with me the most was uh, The Real Estate Riches by Dolph DeRoos. Dolph DeRoos was one of the rich dad advisors at that time. Interesting note, it looks like Dolph, uh, I believe he's out of New Zealand or Australia. I can't remember, but it looks like he's starting to make a comeback. So good to see Dolph DeRoos making a comeback in on the circuit again. So anyways, I started down that whole journey and to real estate. Now, no, don't get me wrong. Um, I had never bought a place in my life. I had never bought a property. At that time, around the year 2000, I was renting a basement suite with a roommate. I had never qualified for a mortgage. I had never even thought about it. As a matter of fact, growing up, um, I lived in a mobile home. I actually lived for the first 13, 14 years of my life. I I grew up in a trailer in a trailer park in, in was, was it a trailer park? It wasn't even a trailer park. It was actually right on Main Street. It was just a lone trailer right on Main Street in small town, Guernsey, Saskatchewan. So for some of you, if you're ever looking up that in on a map, you won't find it. Look look around Humboldt, which a lot of people probably know what Humboldt is. Um, Humboldt, Lanigan area, right in the heart, heart of uh, Potash country in Saskatchewan. So grew up in a mobile home, was renting a basement suite with a roommate, And I got the fire lit under me of looking at things a little bit different from Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and then Real Estate Riches. Then from there, I was searching. And really, at that time, there was really not much that you could find online. I believe the internet was, you know, fairly new in the infancy at that time. Uh, It was maybe a year later and doing some more searching. And I found out this little real estate uh, event that was going on. It was put on by the, quote unquote, I'm using air quotes, the Canadian Rich Dad. And uh, it was Darren Weeks. Uh, For some of you, if you go way back, you might recognize the name of Darren Weeks. And Darren was holding this event about, you know, the Canadian rich dad and some people were coming together. It was in Burnaby, British Columbia. Remember, it was like yesterday. Um, At that event, I saw for the first time, I saw um, Don Campbell, Mr. Don R. Campbell present. And he shared a wonderful presentation on... Um, how to invest in real estate and the top investment towns to invest in in Alberta. And he had this little uh, booklet that he was handing out of a research report. And and we even had our tables. We had a little negotiation. We had to actually do a negotiation with on everybody at our table because I think we only had there was only like two copies per table and there's five people at each table. So. Don, we had to have a little negotiation uh, session, and I won the negotiation. I actually got the copy of that uh, report, and I read that thing from start to finish, and it said in there that Edmonton, Alberta was the top place to invest in in real estate. So you know what? I I thought, what the heck? Um, I have all this experience within real estate, you know, renting a basement suite, roommate, all that kind of stuff. So I'm going to, you know, let's jump in there. And let's jump in full feet. You know, am I interested or I'm committed? I'm going to be committed to do this. So I had a conversation with Darren Weeks at the begin, at the end of that conference. And I said, sounds like Edmonton's the place to be. You're from Edmonton, Darren. Who's the person I need to go talk to? And he gave me a, a recommendation of going talking to a fellow by the name of Jason Mattern. And to this J- day, Jason Mattern is still one of my best friends, yeah, business partner. We have many business ventures. He um, was one of my best men at my wedding. That's the level of relationship and depth that I have of a relationship with Jason. So I got on an airplane very shortly after, went out to Edmonton, Alberta. I was out there on business. I think I was out there in a sales conference. I met with Jason. Where did we meet? Yeah, we met at, I believe it was Moxie's Restaurant on Jasper Avenue, right downtown Edmonton. And we just hit it off. And I remember very shortly after that, very shortly after that, I was writing an offer on a house. Um, first property, 12719, 1271922nd Avenue in Calder, uh, Calder uh, area of Edmonton, northwest, north central, northwest Edmonton. So I made a commitment to just learn the process. I made a commitment to learn by doing. Education is wonderful, but you learn more by actually shooting the puck, taking action, and moving forward. So lo and behold, on that first place, uh, ended up um, writing an offer on it, getting it accepted. And you know what? I went into the bank to go in there and learn how to get a mortgage. And I had no documents together. I was like, you know, I had this paper on my desk and I was shuffling this paper, a few pieces of paper around. I had I had no idea how to qualify for a mortgage. And then the person, and I remember it was like, yes, it was at a, a CIBC uh, bank in Brentwood, uh, British Columbia, Brentwood branch in Burnaby. And um, he came home and says, you know, you have, here's a checklist. You need to put this together. You need to put all this stuff together. So I, one of the first things I learned how to do was how to get all the banks on board, how to put together your investment package, how to put together your investment binder. Now things have gone digital a lot more. So you had to put together this investment binder. Okay. So I learned how the banks were doing. But then here's the thing. Um, back in the day when I was buying that first place, one two seven one nine hundred twenty second Avenue in Edmonton, Alberta, um, I was able to qualify for a mortgage cause I had a good job. I had a good T4 statement. Okay. Uh, but I had no down payment. I did not have any capital to buy the properties. As a matter of fact, you know, when I was looking at some of my, uh, financials, a <laughs> couple of the largest numbers when I was coming to, to cash reserves, the largest number I saw was actually attached to a visa statement. I did not have the down payment to write the offer. So I actually went on a journey at that time. I went on a journey to learn how to raise capital. And for some of you, if you maybe have heard my backstory, the answer to the raising of the capital to buy the real estate for me came in the form of a cassette tape. Um, Now, a quick aside for those of you who are maybe not familiar what a cassette tape is, a cassette tape is one of those olden, olden things as us old timers uh, used to get our information from. There was that, uh, uh, a tape that went from reel to reel and we put it in our, little, in our little Walkmans, right? And we had our fuzzy earbuds on and maybe our batteries would last maybe one play front and back. And I remember like it was yesterday when this cassette tape arrived in the mail, I was on my way out the door to head to a sales conference in uh, Winnipeg, okay? So it came in the mail, like, go figure a cassette tape arrived from Canada post. Like how old school is that? So I grabbed that cassette tape and I was on my way out the door. I was on the, uh, and then I was jumping on an airplane riding from Vancouver to Winnipeg. And on that cassette tape was a presentation by a fellow by the name of Arlen Dahlen. And when you guys are going to be going through a lot of, um, the episodes throughout my podcast, you will hear the name Arlen Dolan. I've scheduled to have Arlen be interviewed multiple times. I got multiple interviews with Arlen. He's just a wonderful resource that you guys are just going to love him. So on that cassette tape, Arlen shared a concept called joint venturing. He shared about how he presents his deals to other people. He presents how he just calmly explains the deal. And I just, something resonated with Arlen about how he presented the deal, so I was I was on fire after listening to that presentation. I was committed to make it work because my options were at that time. Remember, buying a property could qualify for a mortgage, but didn't have the down payment. My options were figure it out or quit, and I chose to figure it out. So I went on a journey. I started learning from the best of the best. I started taking lots of training. I started uh, having conversations with uh, multiple people for that first deal. That first uh, joint venture partner of mine was a uh, friend, somebody who I was hiking with, a hiking partner and somebody I was just sharing with him all the exciting things I was learning and the places I was going and I was going to Edmonton and I was learning this. And here's how to analyze properties here. Now I'm doing this due diligence checklist. And oh, by the way, I've qualified for this mortgage. I got this wonderful place. And I was just sharing with him my excitement and my enthusiasm to want to build a portfolio of real estate. And this fellow who I worked with just loved it. He loved the enthusiasm. He loved my willingness to do whatever it took to make this work. He loved that I was willing to invest in myself. He loved that I was willing to invest in coaching and mentors and and additional resources and support networks and research. He just loved that I was willing to do all this work And you know what? He took a chance and he wanted to invest with me. So he put up the down payment. I did all the work. I qualified for the mortgage and we bought that place. Now, I wish that 12719 122nd Avenue was a wonderful success story and I still own it today. (sighs) I wish I could say that, but (laughs) that one ended up being a, a, a bad property. And I had a tenant in the basement. I hired a bad property manager that didn't quite, uh, wasn't quite up to snuff, politely saying up to snuff. The tenant in the basement died and the upstairs sat vacant for nine months. Um, and I'll tell you what, I just got so freaked out after that first place, one two seven one nine hundred twenty second Avenue, that I ended up selling it, like literally nine months after buying it. And um, here's the thing is after I bought it, Owned it for a little while, sold it, right? So I did an entire cycle. I actually, when people ask you what's ask me what's my best real estate investment, I usually tell them it's my first one. The first one that I did was my best one because it got me to take action. It got me to get off the thinking and reading and endlessly what ifs and should I or shouldn't I? You know, sh- you know, pardon the 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 graphic saying I was shooting all over myself. That first property got me to take that action, even though it didn't turn out as well as I would like. After I bought it, owned it, sold it, I lost about $700 on the transaction off the complete transaction. So I sat there and I looked at it and I go, geez, you know what? I did everything wrong on that first transaction and it cost me about 700 bucks. I'm going to make the commitment on the next properties I'm going to buy. I'm going to do, I'm going to make it better. And I'm going to make the commitment to eliminate the mistakes. I'm going to make the commitment by learning, by doing. I'm going to make the commitment by keep moving forward in my process as a real estate investor. Then from there, that led to, an, uh, I still wanted to keep going. I didn't quit. The partner that was with me on the first one said, what the heck? Let's just roll it into the next one. I still believe in you. Um, they were a little, little questioning. They were a little shaken by that first experience. But you know what? They believed in me so much that they were willing to just keep rolling the dice and keep rolling it into the next property then I ended up buying another property and then I made fewer mistakes on the on the next one then I bought another property I bought another property and started buying more property and then it started to just get into I started to get into a groove I was learning I was hiring coaches I was hiring mentors I was traveling all over North America to learn from some of the best of the best one of uh, my early mentors back in that time was a fellow by the name of Ron the Grand out of Jacksonville Florida fantastic mentor of somebody who I learned so much for, but it was a lot of strategies that were based out of the States, okay? And um, I kept coming back to my investment portfolio in Canada. I kept coming back to my membership as a real estate investment network member, and I just kept moving forward and buying properties. There was a time in, in my investing that I uh, was actually on a tear. I, I think it was a five-year stretch that I bought a property a month for more than five years, Okay. Now, I say that those numbers, and I say some of these things not as a flex and not to impress you, but what I say to you is to impress upon you that it can be done. So get this for a second. Uh, I was a person who never bought a piece of real estate, had um, a basement suite renter with a roommate to buying my first piece of real estate, and it went quite horribly, to be honest, but it ended up turning out to be a fantastic learning experience. To uh, building a portfolio of more, I've transacted more than 100 properties now, and I'm continually buying uh, properties to this day. As a matter of fact, the last properties I bought, I bought um, one, two, I bought four units, four properties in 2019, uh, 2020. I'm still adding more properties to my portfolio, and I'm doing a little bit of a pivot this year. And as you follow along in the podcast, Um, You will find out what I'm pivoting towards, but I will save that strategy a little bit more uh, down the road. But I still am an active real estate investor, and I will share along the way, I'll share a lot of the mistakes I made, a lot of the pain points, a lot of the uh, lessons that I've learned, and I want to share it all with you if you want to go on this journey with me. So the next phase of the story is as follows. So understand, I've been investing for 20 years. And remember like the first part of the first part of the story, turned 30, had uh, a, you know, a pivotal moment, you know, one of those uh, crucible moments, if you will, in your investing portfolio. And I had to figure out, you know, 30, Peter Pan eventually had to grow up. I was suffering from Peter Pan syndrome at that time. And Peter Pan eventually had to grow up. So I made a pivot at that time. Now I sit there, now it's 2020, I actually just had another milestone birthday this past year. And this birthday I had was it just turned 50. And, um, you know, to be completely honest with you, um, this 50th birthday actually hit me pretty hard. It actually, um, it knocked me on my, you know, on my backside for for quite a while. I was sitting back and I was really analyzing what I've accomplished up to this time. And if I was to be brutally honest, um, I believe I have not accomplished enough. I think that there is... Um, something inside me still to give. And I've been called to serve the audience of real estate investors. And to be fully honest and transparent, I haven't stepped up enough. I haven't provided enough value. I haven't provided enough service. I haven't inspired enough people. And to be complete transparency, uh, I've been playing small. I really have been playing small up to this point. So I actually sat down and it just knocked me for a loop for a week. And I sat down, and I said, what am I planning to do? What is the next evolution of this? So I just turned 50, it's 2020. What do I want to accomplish? So the next phase of the journey I want to take is I want to inspire, and I actually have this written down. It's written down on whiteboards, written down on flip charts. It's written down as a goal. I want to inspire 1 million, 1 million real estate investors by the year twenty. 20- 35, to be able to give them the tools, support, and resources to be able to buy one more property in their portfolio. Now, time out from that for a second. Let me just describe the concept of what I call the one more property property formula is as follows. So here's the thing, I've been doing this for 20 years. And whenever I have conversations with real estate investors, people that have been doing it, I ask a question, one of the questions, and I'm going to ask this question of you, if you're listening to this episode, ask this question of you, Um, what would be the biggest regret that you would have if you're a real estate investor? What would be one of the biggest regrets that you would have? Now, if I was in a room full of uh, a live audience, and I'm asking this of you, if you're listening to this, answer that question in your mind. What would the biggest regret you would have as a real estate investor? Now, there's lots of different topics and tangents and nuances and different things that people will put out, but truly it comes down to two things. The two biggest regrets that real estate investors have, number one is they didn't start soon enough, and number two is they didn't acquire enough properties. Okay, those are the two biggest regrets. Now, one of the exercises I do with a lot of my clients is I get clear with each and every one of us, what does one property equal to you? Like, what does one property mean to you? Now, for example, this is an exercise I want you to do. And I know this might be difficult if you're driving and you don't have a pen and paper handy and stuff like that, but just mentally think about this, but don't check out if you're driving, okay? Think about this for a second. Maybe think about the last piece of real estate you bought, okay? And I'll share some numbers of the last piece of real estate I bought, okay? Um, this last piece of real estate that I bought, if that property was free and clear okay? bought it for 460,000 dollars, brand new construction suited house. If that property was free and clear, and there was no appreciation. and let's say, 15 years from now, that asset would be worth about 460,000 dollars if it was free and clear. and there was no appreciation. What would the cash flow on that property be? OK? The cash flow on that property would be roughly about1,800 dollars a month, net to me, okay? So I'm just going to do a quick calculation here. So it's a little bit more than 18 grand. So in 15 years, if that property was free and clear to me, it would be worth about a $22,000 a year income stream and about $460,000 in an asset, okay? So if I bought that one place held to a term of 15 years, And eventually it got paid off through maybe just some really diligent savings and pay down strategies and the tenant paying it off. That would be worth almost a half a million dollars and almost $25,000 a year in income to me. So what does one more property mean to me? It means 25,000 a year and half a million bucks. Okay, now I'm gonna ask that question of you. I would want you to probably rate that number down. What does one more piece of real estate equal to you? It could be one more apartment building. Okay. And maybe on one more apartment building is a million dollars. And the net cash flow on that thing, you know, is maybe 40,000, you know, 50, 60, 70,000 dollars a year. Okay. That's what one more property equals to you. So are you willing? to lean into some uncomfortable moments some education invest in yourself invest in some training listen to these podcasts listen to people that have been down this road before you are you willing to put in the time and effort to get an asset worth a half a million dollars and worth 25 grand in uh, annual cash flow that is the exercise that i talk about what i call the one more property and so here's what i'm my ma- my mission is to inspire a million people to give you the tools and resources to be able to buy one more property, add one more property to your portfolio. Here's the really cool thing that happens that I've studied with, with people along the way is usually they don't stop at one. Usually once you learn how the process, you learn how to start keep moving forward and you keep getting some inspiring and you learn from some wonderful mentors and you learn how to keep uh you know keep your the pedal to the metal one is not enough and you learn and you keep growing and keep growing but my remember my mission is to inspire a million people to give you the tools and resources to add one more property to your portfolio okay so that's what one of the missions of this podcast is just another extension of that mission that I have of trying to impact a million people. So guys if you're part of the journey uh, I, this is going to be an exciting journey and I look forward to being part of this with you. Okay. So with all that being said, this first one, first episode, I just want to just kind of put down a little bit about what the intention is. I want to put it down a little bit about, uh, what my core values were. I want to put down a little bit about a backstory. I want to put down, um, a little bit about the feeling and intention and how I'm going to serve and inspire you. Um, now just remember the format of this podcast is not going to be a set format. There's going to be long form interviews. There's going to be workshops. There's going to be training, um, Some of it might just be me on my phone and just, uh, you know, going off the cuff and going, you know, on the spot and going live on the spot because it might just be a message you need to hear based upon a conversation I have with one of my coaching clients, based on maybe a conversation I have with some of my high performing real estate and investing experts uh, that I'm interviewing that I'm learning from myself. It might just be an insight that I want to share with you because I have been called to do this work. I have been called to serve real estate investors at the highest value. I'm looking to have this podcast come out on a weekly basis. You're probably going to get the first episodes, the first lump of episodes. You're probably going to get a a group of eight or 10 right off the bat. And then we'll get into a little bit of a groove of coming out once a week with a new episode. And let's see how far it goes. I'm I'm making a commitment to, to do this for a minimum of three years. A starting point. And you know what, it just may evolve and just take a life of its own. But I'm truly um, excited about this journey. I'm excited to take this journey myself. I'm also very excited for you to be on this journey with myself. I'm excited for you to be on this journey of this, uh, you know, not going to go as far as call it the Odyssey, the real estate Odyssey, but we're going to have a fun time learning together. Okay. Um, You know, I've been in this game for 20 years and I like I still to this day feel like I have a beginner's mindset and I still have so much to learn. And I am have a hunger and a desire and a passion to keep moving forward, to keep learning, to keep growing on what I do within my portfolio. And what I'm doing is I'm making a commitment to share what I learn with you. So I welcome you guys to be part of this journey together. And you know what? We've only just got started. This is going to be a fun ride. So I don't know about you, but I am pumped. I hope you are pumped about this journey that we are about to go on together. We are going to grow alongside of each other. Uh, Here's the thing, guys. I'm always open to feedback. Uh, I would love your reviews. I'd love your shares. One of the mandates I have of this podcast is to deliver a high quality production for you high quality from a standpoint of I'm not gonna say it might be it might not be high quality in in this in what I'm saying I might stumble over some words it might be raw I might bumble and stumble but it's going to be real it's going to be authentic it's going to be me but what I'm going to make a commitment to is bring you high quality production you're going to get high quality sound you're going to get a, a high quality experience you're going to get high quality guests you're going to have access to high quality materials. And it's all going to be included for free on this podcast. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you share with a friend. Make sure you listen to all the episodes as they come out. And they will get better. Each and every one of them is going to get a little bit better. And I'm making a commitment to that process. And I look forward to sharing with you. I look forward to providing as much value as I possibly can. And guys, until the next one, bye for now. So did you enjoy uh look back into the the archives of the, the podcast? We went back to episode is it episode zero or episode one? No, it'd be definitely episode one, the first episode. So how did I do over the past uh, you know, 170 plus episodes? Did I did I hold true to my intention from the very beginning? Has there been some improvements? You know, is there there's always room for improvement. I, I know that for a fact. An interesting an interesting note was just had the highest download month um, so far of the podcast within three years is this past June. June 2023 was our highest podcast download of, of all the months so far. So here's the thing. If you build it, they will come. And if you keep putting it out there, more people will keep showing up. And the more people that keep showing up, um, the more opportunity you have to inspire people to greatness on, on things as well. So I'm going to leave the end context and the wrap-up of this podcast pretty pretty simple. The simple thing I want to share with everybody here is is a, is truly a heartfelt thank you. Um, when I turned on this microphone uh, three years ago, and I think I made the joke in there that I have no idea if anybody was going to listen to it, Uh, probably only my mom would be the only one that was listening to it. First of all, hi, mom. Hope you're listening. Um, If you've listened to one episode or you've listened to all 170-plus episodes, I just want to thank you. You know, from this simple old plow boy from Saskatchewan here, for you to take your time out of your busy schedule to spend a little bit of time and indulge me in in listening to something that I have to say here. Is I'm I'm truly honored. I'm truly blessed that I've been touched by some amazing people and amazing mentors and amazing coaches and guides in my life. And I'm just trying to pass on their messages. I'm just trying to pass along um, the wonderful messages of that of what I've learned. Sometimes when I when you've been blessed, you need to be a blessing for others. And I'm just a conduit of all those people that have shared and have poured into me. I'm just sharing and I'm paying that forward to helping you. So if we ever get a chance to see each other at a, at a live workshop, or if we get the the great honor and privilege of talking on the telephone or a zoom call uh, consultation call, um, please let me know you listen. Please let me know if there's something how we can improve things. Please let me know if it's made a difference in what you do within your real estate because those kind of things is just like the uh, rocket fuel that just keep us moving forward. Keep us wanting to improve the show. Keep us wanting to deliver another inspiring message for you to just keep the fire going. Okay, gang? I think I'll leave it there. You know, It's Canada Day, so we're going to do a little celebration. Maybe there'll be some fireworks or something like that tonight. And gang, always remember, in every interaction you have with another person, always leave them feeling inspired, encouraged, and always come from a place of love. Bye for now, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Russell Westcott Podcast.